Class is in session. You're listening to Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshake. Let's go! Now, let's start the show. Podcast listeners, thank you so much for checking out today's show. This is episode 78 of the Squat University podcast. The goal with each and every one of these shows is to bring you as much value-packed content to help you move better in the gym and in life, decrease your body's aches and pains, and help you reach your true athletic potential. Now, with that being said, I want to take a moment and say welcome back to the podcast. For the regular listeners out there, I'm sorry for the crazy long break. This is actually the first podcast since November 14th that I've done. Since then, as some of you know, I have moved from Kansas City back to my hometown of St. Louis. My wife and I bought a new house, moved in. I started a new job working for SSM Physical Therapy at D1 Training. Some of you guys may have seen me take some video of the inside of this place. It's pretty crazy. There's like 50 yards of turf field, seven squat racks. I've tagged it on Instagram stories a couple times. So as you can tell, there has been a lot of craziness in mixed in there has been all the holidays. So I am just now getting around to recording some new podcasts. So this will actually be the first official podcast of 2020. So happy new year to everyone and let's get today's show. One of the most common questions I receive in reference to squat technique is whether or not you should bounce out of the bottom position or not. Today what I want to do is answer this question in as much detail as possible for you guys. So to start, as always, the answer to the question, should I bounce out of the bottom of the squat is, it depends. <laughs> now I'll say this, most people should not bounce. Most people should have a smooth descent into the bottom of their squat, hit that bottom position and have a powerful ascent. And the reason I say this is that I find that the one of the most common faults at least with this portion of the lift is when athletes attempt to rush the turnaround. They lose all tension in their core, their feet collapse over, they bounce uncontrollably out of the bottom, and basically their lift goes to complete crap. So for most people, the risk is not worth the reward, simply because it's a difficult and basically a very skilled maneuver to bounce out of the bottom of the squat. And if you don't perform it correctly, it can really hurt your lift, kill your performance, and could potentially set you up for injury. Now. There are a select group of people who I do think can and could benefit from a bounce in the bottom of their squat at times. And those are people who compete and train in Olympic weightlifting. Now, when our goal is to lift as much weight as possible in the snatch, in the cleaning competition specifically, the squat becomes an assistant exercise to build those two lifts. Therefore, the change of direction point in the very bottom of a squat should be almost the exact same. It should mimic the same movements as in the clean and snatch for efficient carryover. Now, in the clean and the snatch lift, the act of changing direction from the descent when you receive the barbell to the ascent portion of the lift is known as catching the bounce. Now, this powerful act assists in the ascent of those lifts, allowing for more weight to be lifted efficiently. So for this reason, the bounce should be mimicked and practiced with our squats. If you don't really know what I'm talking about as far as saying the bounce of a cleaner snatch, go on to Instagram right now or Facebook and look up Hook Grip. He has a crazy amount of slow and then normal speed footage of some amazing Olympic lifters in competition and training. And you'll really see that whenever they're receiving the barbell, whether it's a snatch or clean, most people will receive that barbell, it will hit their chest or 
above their head if it's a snatch, and they will bounce out of the bottom and have that powerful ascent. Now, what really is the bounce? To start with this part of the discussion of the podcast, we have to start with what it is not. The bounce is not a complete relaxation of the body. Like I mentioned a minute ago, I often see young athletes misinterpret this idea of bouncing out of the squat and they end up dive bombing into the bottom. Basically, they'll relax their hips and their core and they'll allow this tension to leak or bleed from the body as they crash into this unsupported bottom position. And this loss of stability increases injury risk and decreases performance. Now instead, if you control the descent and you maintain stability through a powerful turnaround, your body stores energy almost like a spring and then releases it into this powerful drive upwards. Now this powerful turnaround bounce, if it's done correctly and fast enough, is called the stretch shortening cycle or SSC, stretch shortening cycle. During the descent of the squat, our quads and glutes lengthen under tension. This is called an eccentric contraction where the muscles will actually lengthen. When you descend quickly into the bottom of the squat in this controlled manner, not dive bombing again, your body stores a ton of energy primarily in the muscle tendons. And the tendon is what connects muscle to bone. Now, if you drive out of the bottom of the squat as soon as you reach it, your body will release this stored energy into an explosive ascent. Now, if you pause for even a full second, all this elastic energy will be lost. So in order to tap into your body's natural spring-like capabilities, we must have a very quick tempo descent followed directly by a fast concentric drive upwards. Now remember, the faster you move, the more room there is for error. So you have to ensure that your speed of lifting does not diminish the technique quality of your squat. Because what do I always say? If you guys have followed squat university, I don't care how much you lift. I care how much you lift well. So yes, going faster will help you tap into this spring-like capability and allow for a powerful ascent. But if you do it incorrectly and you let your technique go to crap, it's not really going to help you too much in the ascent because everything else is going to break down. Now, if you're an Olympic lifter, if you're a CrossFitter, or even if you're a power lifter who wants to try this powerful turnaround, this does not mean that every single time that you squat, you need to work on the bounce. Think about it like this, specifically talking to my Olympic lifters and CrossFitters. Occasionally, you're going to see an elite athlete in competition or in training. They will stop at the bottom of their snatch or clean. Basically, it's often because they've caught the bar in an off-balance manner and they're working to stabilize before they stand back up. But there's times where a lifter will commonly just pause at the very bottom of one of their Olympic lifts. Now, when this happens, because they're not bouncing out, they need to basically tap into their reserve strength in order to come back up. They don't have that advantage of the bounce. It's been diminished because they've stayed in that bottom position, so it's no longer a plyometric. They no longer have that spring-like capability. So what this means is that while we often practice the bounce to mimic our snatch and clean, we also need to practice coming out of our squats in a dead stop to create that insurance for those instances where the ideal timing, the ideal balance or movement technique 
is a little bit off with our snatch and clean. So don't always bounce out of the bottom of your squat. I want you to have times where you're practicing doing pause squats or slow tempos with maybe a three second pause in the bottom. There's a number of different varieties you can use, but even though you're an Olympic lifter or a CrossFitter or even someone who likes to dabble in powerlifting but wants to still work on this bounce to just see if it works for them, don't always train your squat in that manner. It's a really good idea to mix up different tempos in ways of working on not just that elastic bounce, but also your ability to build and tap into this almost reserve or pure strength movement capability. Now, regardless you bounce in the bottom of the squat or come up from a dev stop, here's a couple things that we need to think about. There's a couple prerequisites that still matter to all lifters. The first is the tripod foot. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard me talk about this before many times. When we lift, we want our body weight spread evenly across three points of your foot. If you look down at your foot right now, heel, base of the first toe, base of the fifth toe. We want our body weight evenly spread across those three points. Now, even if you have a flat foot, you can still keep your body weight spread evenly across these three points. This is a reason why I don't really like using the cue, weight in the heels, 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 heels. Now, that's a great cue if someone is going on their toes like crazy, because by pushing through their heels, they're redistributing their balance point across maybe more full foot. But oftentimes I feel people use that cue, heels, 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 way too much, and then what are they doing? They're putting most of their body weight into one of the three tripod connections to the ground. They're not evenly balanced. When you think about balancing your full foot into the ground with the full tripod foot, your body moves from a more firm, solid foundation. And you're going to notice that you're more powerful because you're more in balance. So that's the number one prerequisite that all lifters need to be able to think about, regardless if you're bouncing, doing a tempo squat, pausing in the bottom, tripod foot, maintained the entire lift. Second one is knee and toe alignment. When you squat, it should come of no uh, surprise to people that our knees should track with our toes. There's no such thing as a beneficial knee cave. Now, yes, some athletes will have their knees move a little bit side to side whenever we lift. But there's a difference between a good or acceptable amount of that optimal and just straight poor, okay? Ideally, optimal alignment is that your knees are tracking up and down with the way in which your toes are pointing the entire lift. If your knees cave in like crazy on the ascent, we're having a lot of lateral movement. That is not helping us contribute to vertical movement. Now, I don't care. A lot of people will say, well, the adductors are kicking on like crazy to help with the ascent. Sure, the adductors, like your adductor magnus, it's very, very helpful for producing hip extension. But that doesn't mean that that muscle's contribution to the lift should completely negate the biomechanical requisites of proper knee and joint alignment. Because what happens is that if your knees continue to cave in over and over and over again under load, eventually things start to go wrong at the knee joint. I've seen way too many athletes who have allowed this knee cave and this knee wobble to occur over and over and over again. And eventually, most athletes run into knee issues. Now, sure, there are going to be some athletes who can allow their knees to wobble in for a long time, and they're never going to have pain. But I don't think most athletes, the 99% of us, should use someone who allows their knees to cave in, has not yet developed pain, 
use that person to justify their poor technique. Always make sure that your technique alignment is great whether you're bouncing or not. And the last prerequisite, again, no matter if you're bouncing or if you're trying to work on a controlled descent or even pausing, is balance. We need to remain balanced. How do you, rec how do you basically view balance? If you view your squat from the complete side, have someone video you next time you're squatting, watch where the bar goes. You should have that bar travel directly over the middle of your foot. That means that your body's in balance and capable of producing efficient force and power. Now, if you remember back to the beginning part of this podcast, what do I often see? I see athletes who dive bomb into the bottom, lose their balance point, and crumble on the ascent. So if you were to watch their squat from the side, likely they would lose that balance point. The bar would crash forward, their back would round on the ascent. The, basically, the squat goes to crap. Their power is just completely drained. So always watch your squat to make sure that you're maintaining balance on the descent and the ascent. So if your descent and bottom position are both on point, but you're losing any of those qualities, like your tripod foot or your knee alignment, on the way up, we need to find why that's happening. What are the specific weaknesses, instabilities, or mobility, and address it. And then you can start going faster if you want. Um, often in this case, if you find out that you are in trying to go faster, seeing some breakdown, what's the first thing? Slow the movement down. You should be feeling for every part of the lift going slowly. Own the lift first at a slower speed and then start going faster. Sort of that walk. Uh, or crawl, walk, run. Whenever we're lifting, we should be able to control and show good technique, good movement competency with a slower speed before we ever think about going fast. So again, if you are a new Olympic lifter, if you are a new CrossFitter, and you have not yet mastered or shown optimal technique with just a regular slow tempo squat, don't yet try this bounce. Work on getting that technique down first in the basic squat at a normal speed and then once you get the basics down, then we can talk about the skilled movement of doing the bounce. So that is it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, uh, please take a screenshot of your phone right now and share it across Instagram or on other social media platforms that you're on. Tag me so I can say thank you for listening to the show. It really means so much to me to have your attention for the short time, and I hope you got something out of the information today. So with that being said, Happy New Year's, everyone. I hope you have a great 2020. And until next time, happy squatting. That's it for today, class. On Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshig. For more exclusive content, log on to squatuniversity.com.